Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are and when you're listening. It's the three um, sensible ladies here from Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. We're on a very sensible day today. We've um, not burst into spontaneous fits of giggles or gone off subject at all. Um, I'm going to swiftly pass over to our darling Jo, who's going to make sense of this subject area, which is personal space and boundaries. I'm looking forward to this, Jo. So this actually came about because I was talking to a friend about her new relationship. Not one of mine, I hasten to add, because I have not been in a relationship for the last goodness knows how long and it's possibly because I set my boundaries way too wide I don't know um so basically she was saying about um going with her new partner to meet the family um and he is not somebody that she would usually be with he is completely different um and the reason it works is because they each have their own separate lives that they absolutely love but when they come together it just seems to work but they both appreciate what the other is doing is their own thing so it's about setting the not living in each other's pockets it's about setting knowing your own values your personal values and not going out of those or straying away from them does that kind of make sense yes i think it does so sticking to what you love doing and not being swayed by that other person, which is what I have been very much in the past. If anyone were to come into my life now, I know my boundaries. I know I would set my boundaries from day one and I know I would not cross those boundaries. I would not do things that other people may or may not have asked me to do. If I don't agree with them, no, the answer is no. It's not happening. So can we add another dimension into this or am I taking it slightly off topic and you'll be the judge of this, Joe, for me? Because I think whilst you you obviously need to keep your own interests and your own, um, if you want to call them boundaries, your life within your own boundaries. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people in relationships allow their partner to push boundaries. Yeah. I certainly, in my early days of relationships, was massively guilty of this. So somebody would do something I didn't like, I would try and see it from their side, and I would try and get over it. And because I'd allowed them to push the boundary once, they pushed it a bit further, and then they pushed it a bit further, until I lost who I was, because I'd was allowing them to treat me in a way that shouldn't have treated me. That was because I'd not stuck firm to my boundary of how I wanted to be treated by somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's slightly different because you're talking about internal boundaries of how you want to treat yourself and what you want to do, etc. Not allowing anybody else to encroach on taking you away from that. But I also think there's this other thing about how will the people treat you? Absolutely. And and we've actually talked about 
um, respect and self-respect and that you don't have to accept other people's views, um, but you don't have to let them disrespect you in that way. We've done, we've talked about that in a pod chat quite a while ago, but I think it's still important to, to think about that. Um, and you know, it, it's quite a, an apt time because at the time of recording now, we are starting to come back out of lockdown. So this is actually a prime time for first proper dates as well. So people into relationships. That's positive, and, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's you know you, you're actually meeting these people face to face, and it's a prime time, isn't it? I mean, you know, I'm here ready, waiting. If anyone's interested, just hate to put it out there, but I am. Um, so yeah, Claire, you're in a new. She's just put her hands in her <laughs> head in her hands at that point. Uh, yes, I, was say I like to sell myself, but I'm not selling myself. Carry on. Yes. <laughs> what was the question <laughs> you didn't think you're in a, a new relationship and yes. how does it feel to you have you each set your boundaries do you know your limits yes I believe we do each know our limits but it's been extremely easy because the boundaries are the same interesting the the for example, a conversation yesterday we were talking about because we we both like bikes. I've re re remembered this weekend how much I love my bike and how much I like getting out on my bike. But living in hilly Sheffield, it's not the easiest place to ride a bike when you've not been on one for three years. We're talking so, bicycles, not motorbikes here. Yeah, push push irons, pedal pedal bikes, mountain bikes specifically this weekend. Um, and I'd forgotten how much I really enjoyed doing that and how much I liked to do it. So I was, so then we were talking about, I might need some new inner tubes or some bits and pieces for the bike. And I, because Sam hates shopping and I'm not particularly fond of shopping. I shop online because I don't want to go into shops and faff. I know what I want, order it, deliver it to me. If I don't like it, I'll send it back. Yeah. She won't shop online at all. She hates it. But I said, the bike shops count as shopping. She went, God, no. I was like, yes. I said, what about um, sports shops? She went, no, they don't count either. I went, oh, good day. Excellent. I said, what, what was the other one? Um, there were three. There were sports shops, bike shops, oh, golf shops, because we're both also interested in golf. So we'd quite happily go and look around one of those for half an hour, 20 minutes or whatever. But if you said to either of us, do you like shopping? The answer's no. So the yeah. fact, there you go, the, the same shops... We had a chat yesterday about where there was a Casino Royale was on uh, terrestrial telly yesterday. We flicked it. Oh, I know, Casino Royale. I said, oh, it's, good. it's one of good Bond films, that. I like Bond films. Went, oh, my God, dear, I like Bond films as well. I said, who was your favourite Bond? Was was Sean Connery, but I do quite like Daniel Craig now. We had that conversation. It's like, we really are out of the same pod. I just decided to stay in it for an extra four or five years. It's So with us, it's, it's really easy. Yeah, and moral morally, I think this more slants towards what the topic of you talking about is. Morally, and things we think the same. We think the same about people that drop litter and you know things like that. So it's 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 been really easy. But from past experiences, I think the more you have to compromise. Now, there's nothing wrong with some compromise on some situations. Yeah. But you shouldn't ever compromise your own values. Yeah. I think when there's a mismatch or you're not that sure about yourself and you're trying to make a relationship work or you may be trying too hard rather than just letting it be and it works because 
now I realize that it is that easy. It, it just works because it's the right person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I totally agree with you that you should be absolutely sure about your values and they should never compromise or bend situations and what you might eat one night away you might go out or lifestyle things by all means compromise for that because you can't get your own way all the time if you if you like different things but I think you do need to keep your own identity like I'm really happy that I've got my own friends and in recent years my circle of friends has certainly got smaller the the people that are really true friends yeah I've got lots of acquaintances and they might be business, they might be from cycling or golf or whatever in the past because you you do whatever your interests are, you pick people up along the way, but they're not people that you would call regularly or yeah, a problem. But I think that separation is important or be able to go and do things on your own without all, once you're in a relationship, you shouldn't be at the hip and do everything together. But I think yeah. it does help if you do like the same things and the same... Uh, leisure activities for example or the same food types or the same films stuff like that just makes it easy so there's a level of compromise which I think is I mean that's essential in life anyway isn't it like you say you're not always going to get your own way and much as I would love to in my old spoiled brat way I would kick and scream if I didn't but then kind of as I got older I think I was just letting that go the other way completely and I was more into wanting to make sure they were happy. I was so insecure because I thought they might leave. And, you know, it was just, I literally lost myself in that sense as well. And I would let them get away with anything other than murder. You know, it, it that's a bit extreme. I know it is, but they would just walk all over me and I would let them. And like you say, you've pushed the boundaries once, push them again, push them again, push them again. You know, what is it? It's fool me once, shame on... Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, isn't it? Yeah. What's that? I mean, you said with the topic here, personal space and boundaries, and what we're talking about is people who have their own hobbies and interests and their own life before they meet somebody else, yeah. etc. What happens if somebody hasn't got any? So, for example... I, years and years, many years ago, um, was introduced to somebody virtually when Facebook first started up. It was a a friend's friend's brother down in London. And um, we chatted for a long time. And um, it came up to Sheffield to see me. And I won't go into the fact that I walked straight past him because actually his photos weren't of him. Um, Which is crucial at this time of meeting people for real. But but anyway, (laughs) we we went out for coffee and and for some lunch and um, it became very apparent that he had absolutely no life outside work. Mm -hmm. And that was because his ex-girlfriend had been brought up on a farm and spent all her free time away from work with her family around that community and he'd integrated himself completely into that community and into that family so once that relationship had finished he'd spent last year in his flat going to work and then going back into his flat yeah he had no interests of his own he had nothing about him and I just 
I actually quite panicked as he was talking, thinking this man would absolutely suffocate me mm-hmm. because he just wants to be everything. Do you know? I, I don't yeah. know how to explain it. Yeah. I just thought, and, and bless him, you know, he was a lovely, lovely guy, but just, I just thought he's got no interests of his own. He's got no hobbies. He's got no friends that he goes out with. It would be all consuming to be in a relationship yeah. with him because he, you would be the only person he'd got. I think I've, frightening. I've been in that situation. Again, I've let it happen. Um, two different relationships, actually. So the first, he was... Um, well, he had been married, he was divorced, hadn't had any children. Um, and he probably, <laughs> it's another one of these, he moved in probably within about a year, which actually is reasonable on my terms. Um, and before I, I sort of really thought about it, he had no friends. Literally, he would go to work, he would come home, played cricket, fine but obviously that's only for a few months in the year the rest of the time what's he doing has no friends so of course everything we did we did together Mm. but then that meant that I started losing touch with my friends I stopped going out I didn't even really go over to mum's that often and we literally spent our whole time together that Mm. was it so I had nothing so I when that relationship finished was very very nervous about going back out again and it's like oh my god you know what do I do what do I wear how do I look next relationship comes along he moved in a lot quicker um and the same happened all he did was go to the gym he literally had no friends why how does it happen but I then let him consume everything that we were doing and he was totally in control and I, it's just happened time and time again to me. And like I say, I'm so conscious of it now. I'd probably be the opposite. Mm. So I think whoever came in now, they would absolutely know my boundaries. They'd absolutely know what my values were, not swaying from them. But how easy is it for that person? You've just said, Claire, haven't you? It, it was real difficult for you to deal with somebody being in that situation. Yeah. It, it just right. I'd been a single mom for a number of years by then and I'd got my own life, I'd got my own friends, you know, thought, you know, within, I think before I'd even met him, he'd said, oh, my company's got an opening up in in Yorkshire. And I was like... Oh, that would even scare me. (laughs) Not even met. But then, as I say, it didn't look anything like his photos and it was all a bit bizarre anyway. But, you know, I think it's very easy to forget who you are when you fall in love with somebody or you go into that infatuation stage with somebody. And I think particularly the younger you are, the easier it is. Yeah. In a sense. Then in another way, if you're young and you've got your circle of friends and you're having a great time and the relationship isn't, you know, priority number one or even priority number five necessarily. Yeah. Then if you've both got 
separate groups of friends and separate interests you can come together quite happily yeah and keep those you know and every relationship is different isn't it but I do think there has to be some sort of maintenance of a separate life and when it comes to business then because we always try to mix the two don't we so when it comes to business very very I mean I think we're all quite strong-minded anyway aren't we I certainly am a lot more now in terms of keeping our own values I don't think we've ever really swayed from dealing with people if it's going to push us outside of our our comfort boundaries um and and you move away from our values am I right in thinking that we've not really gone outside of anything like well that. I'd certainly never ever do anything outside of values of the company which at the end of the day are my values aren't they yeah um I have had one client that would have pushed the boundaries and made it difficult to I can't it's difficult to say explain but just somebody that I became very uncomfortable with very quickly Mm -hmm. I actually no, we've had two because you dealt with one of them, Joe. Um, yeah. The one I'm thinking about, I actually sort of sent them an invoice and said, I don't think this relationship's working out. It's and I, and I gave reasons for the work not sitting comfortably um, rather than them as an individual and how they ran their business not sitting comfortably with me. Um, but I would always get rid of a client had I taken one on that wouldn't sit with the company ethos and values Mm. etc because having somebody in your life that's going to drain you whether it's a personal relationship or a business relationship it's not worth it we are who we are for a reason and and you know you'll always get somebody that gravitates towards you because you are who they want to be but you know that sounds wrong your values they see something in you that they aspire to be yeah but they can't ever be that for whatever reason yeah you know whether it's just their mindset or whatever it it is um so it's that congruency it's that authenticity has to be in the relationship as well yeah what is what you do it has to be in that relationship and if it's not there get rid like you would a, a partner do you think it would be easier from a business perspective to do that yep claire froggett's definitely nodding i, th- I think it's if you're in a, in a in a personal relationship be it friend or romantic yeah you're obviously a little bit more personally invested yeah whereas business whilst you can get personally invested and have friendships with clients and have some really good relationships with them, there is a difference between the two. There's usually a, if you like a professional barrier sort of thing, mm-hmm. this is work mode and this is me, although the, there wouldn't be much difference between the two. There's definitely something slightly different. It's like, um, I sacked a client a couple of months ago. There's absolutely no way I could have worked with them. They didn't, they didn't adhere to the giving me the time, the notice that I'd said, look, I need this amount of time. Yes. I can deliver what you need. Yeah. At least five meetings got arranged and changed at the last minute and, and, and blatant saying, 
I've got a meeting with this person. Well, you book that one first, so you stick to what you've booked. If, if you do that to me too often, I'm one of those people that are just like, well, if you're going to mess me about, how serious are you about working? And it, that shows a, a massive amount of unprofessional to, professionalism to me. And yeah. that goes against my, my values. If yeah. you make an arrangement with somebody or you say you're going to be somewhere or say you're going to do something without a valid reason that's because sometimes things happen you can't help them but by blatantly saying you've booked an appointment with somebody else well my meeting just didn't matter to you then did it so why should i why should i bother with you if you can't be bothered with me yeah and i just i just said i'm really sorry i'm not going to be able to carry on working with you a huge projects landed and that's going to divert more of my time so i can't, I can't deliver what you need mm. on your it's the emotional <laughs> investment isn't it yeah yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think if a personal relationship's run its course, then it can be just as easy to say goodbye to as a business relationship. But in those early stages of recognizing that it's going wrong, mm. it's very different, isn't it, to to a business relationship? Because a business relationship is almost a strategic planning session to to move away from that client or relationship, whatever that relationship is, associate, whatever it might be. Um, whereas a personal relationship, you're not thinking strategically and clearly. It's emotional. It's your heart that's affected. I don't think I think at all. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's things like people worry about being seen as a failure because the relationships fail, don't they? There's lots and lots of irrational thoughts. Mm. around a personal relationship that you need to get out of whereas they tend to be much more rational and strategic around a business relationship I think yeah See, I mean going back to that point about feeling like a failure or being think that they're perceived as a failure should I say um for another failed relationship mm. that used to be me and I used to feel as if I had to be in a relationship all the time and now I'm almost the complete opposite. I am so happy in myself, the way that I am. I am so happy with life as it is. If somebody were to come along, it's going to be the icing on the cake. Mm. You know, it really is. But it just shows how different circumstances can affect it, doesn't it? Because mm. I was just so low and almost felt like I needed somebody. So that's why I was letting things happen that's why I was letting my values just go out the window and you know I look back and I'm mortified at some of the things that I would have let happen yeah I can't believe it was me I think it's different stages aren't there because I remember you know a lot of years ago I'm talking 20 years ago or whatever going oh I'd never let that happen again and then it does yeah I think the difference is it's not just our age, but it's a, a, a universal now education around mm. mindset and everything else. And, yeah. you know, what you think about happens. And so if you've been cheated on and you get into a new relationship and worry they're going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. Yeah. If, if you, you know what I mean? If you get worried about getting smothered because they're, they're all their interests are in is you. Yeah then that's exactly what's going to happen because yeah. you're attracting it to yourself. Yeah. So I think we understand more now because we've got life experience, but I actually think there's a much better understanding of how things work 
yeah. relationships and in the universe and in whatever you want to call it out there now. Yeah. I certainly see, you know, between me and Carl, we've got three kids at 23, 20 and 18. Mm-hmm. We've got very different views to the ones that I had at their age mm. because so much more is known and so much more is discussed openly, mm. etc. Um I don't know. I don't know if people now perhaps would find business relationships more difficult if they were, you know, because they might feel a bit more vulnerable if you were starting up a business than starting yeah. up a relationship yeah. in some ways. I don't know. That's why I was asking the question as to whether you thought it would be easier because, and, and you know, I think we've sort of concluded on that point that it's the emotional investment. But if you are a sole trader, an individual business owner, it is just you. You will be emotionally invested to a degree and initially would you go out and try and get all the business you possibly can whether it I mean it wouldn't necessarily push your values because otherwise you wouldn't do it would you basically simple as that but there's eking towards that boundary isn't there and I, think try and might, do that? I think it might be more difficult with a business associate than a client yeah. Because if you've made an association with another business owner who you look up to Mm -hmm. and you think their way is the right way, that could be quite difficult then to realise that their way isn't the right way or Mm. that your values don't align or, you know what I'm trying to say, Claire? Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think you... You're drawn to people, I think, who have similar values to you. And and that's where those relationships, business or personal, can... um, It it develops over time. You can see it after time. I I always say that usually you you can't keep an act up for longer than four months. might be four weeks, it might be four months. Um, And I think that's the same sort of thing for any situation, depending on how much time... It's like in business, say if it's networking, you see somebody once a month... It might take the four months till you really see that they are yeah. who they say they are and who they appear to be from their behaviours. Again, because actions speak louder than words quite a lot of the time. You can see somebody's body language, even if the words don't match and things like that. So I think mm-hmm. I think uh, the, val- the values to me, I think, is the core of this thing. Mm-hmm. It's either being a, completely aware of your own and deciding what you will and won't accept not necessarily compromise but you might accept somebody's behavioral difference if the values quite don't quite align to yours and I think in business that's more the case it may be a percentage I don't know whether there's a value match of 60 40 percent or something silly like that but generally depending on the job you're doing or what that relationship entails depends on how important 100% matches on your values for example I think that's um, I think that's where I sit on both sides, business or personal. To be fair, I think you know at the end of the day, no relationship is perfect. No, and that's what you have to remember. No person is perfect. Yeah, it's about somebody's behaviour or somebody's values, etc., acceptable to you. Are you willing to work with them? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not none of us are perfect human beings and no two people fit together perfectly 
unless they've come out the same womb, possibly, as twins or triplets or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it's about respecting differences. Yes, completely. Definitely. I think, I yeah. think that's absolutely key. If, you, if your values are aligned, if you can respect one another's differences and not get offended by them in whatever way that is, then that relationship has legs. Yeah. If you can't respect them, then it doesn't. Simple as. Definitely. So, Claire, be interesting to know our listeners' views, wouldn't it? Yeah, like as always, um, we are most interested in what you've got to say, your opinions, your thoughts. How how does this topic make you feel? What's your thoughts on personal space and boundaries and values and the things we've discussed today? If you like it that much, please share it. Um, it'll be on the Facebook page on the Wednesdays at four o'clock is when it's published. So sometime between four and five, we get the Facebook post shared out usually. Um, sometimes one of us lets the machine down. I've been guilty before of forgetting to schedule it. So it's not gone out at four o'clock. So that's held Joe up from writing it. And sometimes <laughs> Joe's been busy on other things or not being well and not being able to write it. And sometimes Claire's not written the content in time. So we are human. This is uncut. This is unpolished. We are just exactly what you hear. Uh, we are normal people. We don't profess to be the best, but hopefully we've shared some insight and values that you will find interesting and worth commenting on. If you subscribe on whatever platform that you listen to it on, you'll get notified anyway. Yeah. None of that matters. So hit the subscription button. And on that note, it's time for a brew. Bye. Bye.